Yo, what's good, criminals? We're back. You know, if I drop an episode, I drop an episode. If I drop two, I drop two. If I wait two months to drop one, you're going to wait two months to listen to the new one because we're on my time. I drop these when I want, when I feel like it. But a lot of it is like, damn, when I got time. Because, you know, it's hard to split my time up and, you know, do produce music, um, run Criminals Collective, and, I mean, do this podcast, but, you know, slowly but surely, things will come out. Uh, my favorite part about doing all this is that, that I am on my own time. I do it on my own pace. And I talk to the people I want to talk to. I make the music I want to listen to. And I help artists that I think deserve recognition. So, on this episode... I brought in uh, this homie I've known for like four years, but it was funny is this is the first time I'd ever spoken to him, but he pulled up, we had a nice interview, nice little talk, uh, but Mason Needladder, that's a, at his Twitter handle, he pulled up and we had a good time, and fun fact, he made my original Crook logo with a nice little avatar in the middle. So big shouts, big shouts to that. I'm so happy that I was able to get him on. So uh, without further ado, check out the episode. And also big shouts because I got a new mic. Yeah, new mics. This new mic's hard. Hopefully y'all can tell the difference. But if you don't, I don't care. Okay. I may fuck around and get some new, uh, some of those little Nossack shoes. I ain't even capping, those are hard, but anyways, here's the episode. Yeah, you are tripping because like the um I think when I hit you up this last time and you're like, are you still in the bay? And I'm like, yeah, because I because I because I totally thought you, you we who was that? Because <laughs> I thought that was I don't know I'm probably I'm probably just tripping, dude. But you yeah. know me me and you've been working together plenty long. But fucking why I think did I, yeah. why did I think that though, man? Like where did know. that I even like went through our messages too? I was like there was no indicator of. There was no like, hey, good seeing you the other day. I was like, where did I just yeah. like, pull that out of my ass? So sorry for that, dude. Do I give <laughs> off those fucking those bay vibes? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if that's good or that's bad. Great. That's great. That's wonderful. You should just take it and run next time. Just, just I'll have to West Oakland. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, you said we'd been working together for a while. I actually had you make my original crook piece. Yep, I remember. I still see he- it <laughs> with the head at the center, bro. I uh, it's funny because I got probably within like a month of you doing that. I got hit up by Tyler. I think his last name's Jenis. He he helps run over Shadow Phoenix, and he's like, "Yo, do you need stickers?" I was like, "Actually, yeah, I just got a new logo." And all this and that. And I got like a thousand stickers made. I easily still have 900 of them. 
Damn, dumb. <laughs> hey, a thousand is so much more than stickers. Oh my god. No, yeah. dude, don't no, trust me, bro. I, I ran a sticker shop for a few years, right? Like kind of on the side. And uh, man, I, I would only order like 30, 40, you know, and and they'd sell out in the day, but that was kind of the point. I didn't want to have to do it of course. day after day. I would just wanted to have a day where I just fill out envelopes and then I could not think about it for the next week or whatever. But anyway, dude, all I needed was 30 or 40. I can only fucking imagine getting a bag of a thousand <laughs> two with these. Yeah, I still got the original box that they all came in. And oh my God, man. Yeah, it got to the point where I just like, I end up carrying a few with me and wherever I'm at, like they're, I, right now I'm living in Idaho, but there's plenty in uh in Salt Lake City just plastered mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh there's some in Seattle. Um oh, I think nice. actually I just went uh, for the first time. Oh really? How was yeah. it? Fucking I loved it, man. I fucking want to live there now. I, I was like, what? <laughs> like how have I never been here? I I mean I, I grew up going to San Francisco all the time, so it, it kind of felt like that city, but with like a third of the population, you know. I see. So I was I see. like, I was like, they removed the only bad part. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's fucking people, man. We all yeah. hit them. Yeah, fucking. What you go for? Just a visit? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. My my boys from uh, 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 Bonnie Lake, which is like this little town, like kind of outside of it. And he was going up to see some family and shit. So me and my me and my uh, me and our mutual, we kind of just were like. Let's go get fucked up too. <laughs> Might as well go out. for a weekend. Yeah, make a weekend out of it. Yeah. Well, we well we made a week, man. We stayed up there seven days. And, and, Jesus know, Christ, we, bro. We fucking did acid and shit. You know, just whatever you do, vacation, I guess. But you know, it's good times. <laughs> especially if you got no, uh, if you got no like responsibilities and you're going for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, my, that was pretty much how it went. We just hit like some skate well shops and shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was cool. No rain at all. It was fucking bizarre. No rain. That's what. Every, yeah, everyone was telling me they're like it rains so much here, and you could see all the contraptions over the buildings and stuff to like kind of protect mm-hmm. people. But it was sunny all fucking week. I, I, yeah, I believe it. I, don't know. I think I, I visited there a handful of times because I used to live in Washington for about a year. Oh no shit. And and within that year, like I probably went like six, seven times. Oh my god. And. Even if it was jealous. for a weekend, yeah. Even if it was for a weekend, I think it would at least rain once. So yeah, maybe you caught you caught a good week. That's 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 what the locals were telling me. A good week to convince <laughs> you to get out there. Yeah. Okay. Where you where are you located at? Uh, I'm in San Diego now. All right. Hold up. Before we get into any of these questions, I want to welcome back the criminals. Uh, that's where I call my fan base, the criminals, whether it be music, whether it be the podcast, whether it be the label, criminals, what's up? You're back to another episode of Crook Slayer. And this week, this episode, we got the one and only Mason Needladder at Twitter handle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm taking a bow. And the reason <laughs> I wanted to have this full in was because I I don't know if I'm going to have it in the episode or not, but I mentioned how Mason did my first crook logo with that badass homie in the the first O of crook and I still use that head everywhere but go ahead and introduce yourself man what's what's up criminals my name is uh my name is Mason Need Ladder short for Mason Needs A Ladder uh 
really happy to be here. And, uh, you know, we can talk some shit. <laughs> talk the most shit and talk the least amount of shit, but more than yeah. likely going to be talk the most shit. Yeah, you know, that's all we do. So you're from California. You said you, yes, sir. you're in San Diego now. Mm-hmm. Did something pull you out there recently? Uh, or? Yeah, actually, I mean, I, I was living up in the I was living up in the Bay Area pretty much my whole life. Uh, uh, this little ass town right outside of Oakland. I don't I don't know if I can, am I good to like swear on here? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm from this little ass town outside of outside of Oakland. And now uh, this this is a strictly straight christian podcast bro please <laughs> i've had <laughs> shit like that though dude anyway 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 no you I, good I, I, I was up there pretty much pretty much my whole life and uh and then i i uh kind of um you know last uh like two years ago i uh my, my girlfriend was just like you know do you want to move in and i was just like okay san diego sure um whatever I, I don't know i fucking because i never really lived anywhere else so i was down you know just yeah flip my whole scenery on its axis you know what i mean i didn't really leave the state so it's not that much different but you but, know but uh, are, the, are the two are the two cities like can you tell a big difference in the two? Oh yeah big 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 difference man big difference uh, what, i mean what are the main ones well, well, the, well, the terrain, dude, like up in the Bay Area, there's hills, there's trees, there's like hiking trails, and there's like uh, all kinds of like nature and shit out here. It's a desert We're we're like we're 15 minutes north of the Mexican border. Like there's there's just, <laughs> you I know, you go it. on the hike trails here. It's just flat like the whole time. You know what I mean? Not so much it, hiking. It, they're just walking trails. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I said. I made that joke on our first hike too. I was like, "This is just a fucking park." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool but, though. Yeah. So you moved out there yeah. like two years ago. Grew up in the Bay Area. Yes. How old yes, are you? Sir. I am twenty-four. You miserable years old. <laughs> hey, shout out twenty-four crew. No way. When's your birthday, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. February tenth. Like oh, man. a month and a half still ago. Like, you still like almost a year older than me, man. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a year older than you. Almost. My birthday's in October, man. Wait, wait, wait. But you, you're you already 24. Yeah. Nah, so you're older than me. Oh, because cause you, because just... I, I, I just I get you. 24. I get you. Um, don't, don't mind me, dude. I can't do any math. I failed out of three math classes, so... Hey, you, know, you good because that. the artwork took off. That's, that's, that's where it counted because... How, uh, how long have you been doing it? <laughs> Fucking! I have been drawing since birth. Uh, uh, I I, uh, I could draw before I could read. I could draw before I was potty trained. Uh, but uh, I didn't learn digital art until I uh, what actually went to. Uh, I graduated high school, and I went by a miracle, I might add. But I graduated. I go to art school to learn video game development because that's just what I was feeling at the time. And, and yeah. ended up not working out. That's a bad industry, but that's a that's a whole ass other podcast, man. Anyway, uh, I I, I kind of like just wasn't interested in it. It was really boring, and and the teachers were assholes. The students were assholes. It was a fucked up experience. And I spent most of my uh, three hour classes, sometimes two classes a day, two or three classes a day, just dicking around on on my digital tablet. Uh, in the middle of class and I kind of taught myself to draw that way. And, 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 you know, some, some people may consider that like a waste of 
the classes or whatever, but I was going to drop out anyway. So it, it was like, at least I got access to the equipment that kind of led me to graphic design, even though it didn't, um, it wasn't exactly what I was, uh, trying to major in, you know? Um, and I, and I kind of feel like, uh, so sometimes stuff like that can, can be the good thing that you do need in your life is like the shit that you didn't really expect to get into. Yeah, of course. Um, that's just kind of how I feel. Um, be, because the game design thing was the plan for, for a while. Um, but you know, three semesters in, I was just like, I can't fucking do this. I can't do this. Yeah. But you, you gotta be thankful for it too, which I'm sure you are, especially yeah, going, going into it. Because like you said, like, even though you were there for video game designing and you weren't really into that, but you still had access to all the equipment and tools in there. Mm-hmm. And then actually like, developed a passion for something else Mm -hmm. like if you hadn't gone and chased that video game shit then Mm -hmm. this probably wouldn't have been a thing yeah and and i I never would have had my experience in um animation or uh or 3d modeling and and stuff like that Uh, like little shit like that does apply to what i do you know i do do a little bit of 3d stuff i do i'm doing a lot of animation right now actually and i'm amazed that i even remember as much as i do from it but I, I had to, I had to, you know, animate entire like levels and, and uh, like little platformers and stuff. So it, it was pretty natural for me to just go from from that kind of stuff to like cover arts and logos and, and stuff like that. It, it, it kind of felt a, a lot easier to like uh, um, to, to, to actually like uh, develop something. You know what I mean? Yeah. W- without having to rely on like a team. Thirty other people who most likely don't give a shit about the work you're putting in. Yeah, and yeah, then to to get them all on the same page too. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And then you all get fired when the game comes out. <laughs> yeah, games out. They don't need you anymore. Yeah, fuck, fuck that industry. But, I much prefer working in music. Much prefer. And so is that where you have like most of your clients or most of your work from is from the music industry? Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't really intend it to be that way, but it, it kind of just uh, developed that way. I mean, I it started with, I, I had a couple of DJ, I was a butcher at, at the time of this. And butcher? I, was, I was a butcher. Yes, butcher sir. Mason, dog? <laughs> you got that cleaver or what? man we had all we had all that shit we uh, mostly uh mostly mostly knives but uh yeah we got we, we got a saw for the heavy shit man we don't use no cleavers but anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, uh oh i totally forgot where i was <laughs> um music industry music industry. oh, oh yeah. yeah how how so the majority of your clients you know yeah more than so, music. so i was a butcher going to shows whenever i could and uh, I had a couple, I, you know, kind of met um, a couple people in that scene. And this is still in the Bay Area, you know, San Francisco, Oakland. And they needed logos, you know, and and me not really being that experience. I just did them for free. I, I was just like, sure, let me try making a logo. I've never made a logo before. And, and you know, dudes A, B, and C, they're like, hey, I like this free logo, you know, not bad for free, you know? And so I just started doing free shit for people I liked. And and it kind of like um, built this image uh, uh, in this scene of me, you know? And and I, I kind of had like an identity there because these three or four people who had free logos from me were talking about me. And everywhere they went, their logo would be up on their thing. And 
if anyone asked them about it, they would give them my name and, and it, it like just snowballed into people hitting me up for stuff. And it got to the point to where I was like, Hey, I should probably charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so of course me not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. I charge, I start charging like what I consider pocket change now. Like I can't even believe I was doing covers for like 30, 40 bucks. Like uh, it, it, it blows my mind i was doing that you know and 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 now it's like i mean i mean uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, i don't mean to get into like my rates or nothing i just mean like like it's it's actually substantial now you know what i mean yeah like, especially like, especially it actually if you feels have a, like a job it's, it doesn't yeah. feel like i'm beginning a prospect anymore you, you can you know what i mean yeah um, you're turning you know. into a, a business to where you can actually like see profit from it and mm-hmm. As well as like knowing that your your work is worth it, and I think it holds up value, and it's really easy to tell your work, like so. And what what what's really cool about it, as well as like just how say well, like a music artist, you know, they have like a signature sound or a signature this and that. Um, I think it just goes with the art in general. Um, you can, like I said, you can tell when um, it's your piece or you did that piece. And a lot of it has to do with the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I eyes. take pride in that, man. Thank you. Yeah. I I, uh, I don't know how that the eye thing started, man. I don't know how, but it, it definitely like turned into my trademark. Uh, I used to do them like circles, but I always did them blank. Because I, yeah, every, time, every, every time I try to draw a pupil, I always, to me, I was like, this looks stupid. Like, I can't, why can't I draw a fucking pupil and iris correctly? You know, they're just circles, right? Like, why is mm-hmm. this so difficult? And I would try doing the little, like, Pac-Man eyes, and I would think, like, that looks stupid, too. It got to the point where I was so mad, I just deleted the layer. I was like, you know, that looks kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. So it's but, almost yeah. like, a, it's all, it's not like you got there, like, on purpose, like, yeah, that is, it sounds like that shit just came out of frustration. <laughs> yeah, but I always liked the size of the eyes. I always, I always, intend, that was always intentional, you know. And then, uh-huh. and then it got to the point where I was always doing like the angry ones because, like, I, I liked how I could cast a shadow over the eyes. So you'd have like the big, bright eyes, angry brow, and then you'd have a shadow like going over it. Mm-hmm. And from then on, like, 90% of my characters had those eyes going on, like the brow. The, the like sharp kind of brow, big smile, and the shadow like casted over the face. I thought that was yeah. my bread and butter henceforth, you know. And, and I'm still making it work. <laughs> yeah, it's still going. But like, um, like we were saying, uh, like you made that your trademark. That's how people know that like you're behind that art, mm-hmm. and it, then like it pays off. You, you, I like I. You've done work for like big artists because. I think um, I think how you were mentioning your sticker shop. I remember seeing stickers on there of like Cookie Monster and Funk Case and R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Sad, bro. That was the craziest news. Yeah, good, still, good memories still, though. Good memories. I, oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I I saw Cookie Monster in Salt Lake City, March of 2018. And um, this is a, so, a solo or a, or a funk. It was solo. B2B. It nice. was solo. Nice. 
and a, it that's was a, it's a hard one to find if you if you were there you know that that was a hard one to find <laughs> oh yeah it was ridiculous I, one of my favorite parts is i said and i'll never forget he had about a five to seven minute section of just pure bad clap and it, it was it was good timing good track selection and everything about those five to seven minutes is Probably my definition of seven minutes in heaven. That shit was so tough. <laughs> yeah. He, he, oh, man. He was, he was an amazing performer, amazing producer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of my favorite Cookie Monster sets ever, though, was it was at the Red Rocks in 2016. Whoa. May, Red May, Rocks I believe. show? Oh, I'm so jealous. Always the best part is it was Dr. P, Funk Case, and Cookie Monster. Oh, man. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a good trio. I've, I, I've, uh, I think I've caught them before together it's worth it it's de- it definitely um lives up to the hype yeah definitely 100 to me cookie monsters like his uh, you know i've been listening to cookie monsters since i was riding the bus to high school every day, you know? mm-hmm. and he always had like <laughs> he, we were just talking about you know unique sounds from producers mm-hmm. you know cookie monster is a great example of that he fucking kind of engineered this like I mean, I don't want to give them all the credit, you know, there's, there's, you know, there were producers like Hatcha and, and whoever that kind of had this style as well, but Cookie yeah. Monster kind of had this like goofiness with it, with like songs like Yao Mama and like, uh, uh, uh like Ginger Pubes and, and yeah. you know, the super OG stuff like that. And which is now considered like, um, I guess for lack of a better term, you know, Hall of Fame worthy or, or whatever you know be, people consider this stuff to be the blueprint of of like what dubstep kind of evolved into yeah. over the next like 10 years i think a lot of that comes from um is around that time of era i think skrillex made the biggest mm-hmm. like footprint which opened up the avenue for a lot of the artists and mm-hmm. so basically those big artists looking back at the songs they released then is I feel like what you're saying is like say like Hall of Fame type tracks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Skrillex yeah. is a great example too. Uh, in America, anyway. yeah, yeah, of course. Also, that was a different all, time period. Yeah, that was also in my fucking high school playlist as fuck, dude. I listened to a hell of Skrillex. Oh my god. Oh yeah, like that was um, a full on phase. I still think that Scary Monsters is a nice price EP is easy top five like. It's perfect. All it's flawless. Releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a flawless EP. Yeah. Uh, what I think one of my favorite things about that time though is that uh dubstep was so was just it was so much more wider. You mm-hmm. know, people I feel like lately I and I use this not it, as it felt a, like it was trending more for, for a while, you know, and, yeah, and now it feels and, a lot more secluded now again. Yeah, I feel like the the later it's gotten in the like music development um i feel like people just they want to give something a title so bad <laughs> and back then everything was dubstep yeah like you you had like 140 <laughs> dubstep but then you had like 110 reptiles theme and that was also dubstep yeah. you know mm-hmm. but like now it's like Oh no, that's drum step. Yeah, or like exactly, oh that, yeah. and then it's like no, that's bro yeah. step. That's tear. Yeah, that's exactly. Fucking, yeah, no, that's a every, fucking mess, dude. <laughs> it's a mess. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. It's such bullshit. Who the fuck cares? Honestly, it's like 
we're, we're all just trying to make a living, guys. We're, we're just, we, we, it's EDM. Come on. You, you, you like yeah, it. it. Just listen to it, man. Yeah, for <laughs> real. But one of my favorite producers back then was, it was uh, Dylan Francis before he got poppy and mainstream. <laughs> like, he did a remix for Kill the Noise called Kill the Noise. and Great remix. So hard. I'm a massive, then, massive Kill the Noise fan. Yeah, Kill, Kill the Noise has been, he's been slaying. Oh, yeah. And he, he, he don't yeah. quit. Uh, Saturn, Dylan Saturn Francis, is one of my favorite Kill the Noise. Saturn, songs. dude, yes, that is a great fucking EP too. To me, I would uh-huh. put that up with. I mean, it's not as good as Scary Monsters and Express, but I would, I would be up remiss there. if I didn't mention it after. You, you, yeah, you facts. Uh, facts. The 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 stuff from like Zomboy at that era was like next level type shit. I used to bump a lot of like. Uh, Two fingers, chasing status. Uh, you know, kind of. Um, uh, I kind of just I had think, like the deeper sound. Yeah, I think uh, talking about that era, you have to mention Knife Party too. Knife Party, of course. Yeah, and, and even even beyond that, I, I used to listen to Pendulum before Knife Party even mm. existed. You know. And, yeah. And fuck, dude, I love Rob Swire's voice just on anything that he decided to bless us with. I don't know why he never did a vocal for uh, the a knife party project, but I love the band and ship fucking great album. Oh great yes. Valley. Yes. Amazing. 100%. EP. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if you can hear my cat. She's like tripping. Ignore She's her. just meowing. Yeah. Tech, I mean, what was we're meowing in her world, so it yeah, is what it is. Okay. She pampered the asshole. But yeah, no, that's cool to that's cool to hear that that you've been listening to music that long ago too. Because I truly think it like even though it was only ten years and relative to like music, ten years isn't a lot, but even in the past ten years, like electronic music has progressed and changed so much. Mm-hmm. That like looking back then, like it really was a different era. And I think where a lot of it changed is I'm not saying him specifically, but I will say that when he pulled up and did what he did, I think he left just as big as imprint as Skrillex did. It would be sudden death, bring in Hmm. like in 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He's totally that in the making. Like it's, it's undeniable. And yeah. shit, he might even be there already. We just need to wait five years to find out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would say he's already there, but it's hard for people to tell because I think so. We'll just go. We'll just go the past ten years, right from mm-hmm. right now to 2016, and then 2011 to 2016. Well, to me, I always feel like guys. I always kind of, and this might be too much credit, but I always kind of credited Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites as being like the doorway for like American dubstep. So I always kind of feel, so to me, I'm always like dubstep started in, in 2010. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in the U.S. anyway. But yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I think there has been more fans that have come into electronic music we can go specifically dubstep in the past five years than in the first five Mm -hmm. years 
Oh, very, and, very rapidly. Yeah. So I, I do think that, like, like you mentioned, he could, like sudden death could already be there. It's just we can't really tell yet. Mm-hmm. I think for the newcomers, that's what I'll call the second half of fans. Um, to them, sudden death would be like Skrillex to us on the blueprint left. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that. He he's yeah. he's on Crazy. another fucking level, dude. Crazy, it's, man. It's ridiculous. Uh one one of my favorites recently was uh the Losing It remix. I don't know if I've heard it. Gotta listen to it. Got to. <laughs> I feel like Got as of late, it. like when when it comes to when it comes to dubstep, I've been a lot more in my own production. <laughs> and I think a lot of it has to do with when I listen, when I'm constantly listening to stuff, when I'm sitting down and producing, I'm subconsciously trying to mimic what I've heard recently. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of a lot of not listening stems from wanting to create something that and, I that, feel and like that's inspiration, you know? Yeah. And and and, yeah. and we can and and that's exactly what these these heavy hitter artists do, you know, and it, it gets all these other artists to just be so obsessed with making making something as good as this that mm-hmm. it creates a wave, you know? And and man First time I saw Sudden Death, he's also from the Bay Area. So if I was ever going to these like dirty club shows, you know, he'd be opening sometimes, man. First yeah. time I saw him, he was <laughs> he was opening for Jay Phelps, who was opening for Megalodon, who are both amazing artists. Uh-huh. Like, could you imagine in that order now? It's like it would never happen. No, like, no way. I, I, I no almost way. can't even believe I was at that show, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. So and crazy. and to think that like a show like that would happen now, I don't think so. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, with especially, especially in that order. There were only like thirty people there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like fucking, there'd be thousands now. Yeah, but, it's crazy. And so I think crazy. specific specifically would be uh just the sudden death name. Like you take sudden death off the ticket and just have Jay Phelps and Megalodon. I feel like. Sadly, that show would not pull numbers like one would think it would either. And 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 just to be clear, you know, if you're a if you're if you're a real dubstep fan, you already fuck with Jay Phelps and Megalodon. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Jay Phelps is one of the most uh, amazing DJs to just to just like literally watch spin. He mm-hmm. looks like he's. I hope I hope yeah, like he doesn't hear this and get mad at me for this, but he looks like he's on Adderall when he spins because he's just like always doing shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, he yeah. doesn't take a second to dance around or nothing. He's always fucking it up. You know, like and I, yeah. and I love that. You know, like the hands are just never off. He's just constantly busy. Well, I think love you that. might be fucked, bro, because um, I was checking my my most active listeners, and Dave Jay Phelps is number one of the podcast. Damn, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, hey man, Megalodon. <laughs> oh shit! That's yeah, but right. I like. I think uh, uh, for me in my experience, I think Megalodon was one of the first DJs that that I remember like double dropping and triple dropping and shit. Mm-hmm. In my experience, yeah, he he, he yeah. really he really brought the heat like with with that kind of stuff, and and I. I 
I, I like all kinds of different sets. Everyone kind of has their own way of doing it, but he, mm-hmm. he does do that a lot more than a lot of other DJs, a lot of like good, just solid mixing and doubles. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. a lot of these dubstep DJs now just like, it's not really any like primary into the song selection or the, or the flow or the set as like a whole, it kind of just feels like the, it's, it kind of just feels like bombarding to, 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 to like some of these sets now. You know what I mean? A hard, a hard two to three minutes, chill. A hard two to three minutes, chill. A hard two to three minutes. Yeah, but yeah like, it feels a little formulaic. You, you know, maybe that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. and but and there's not there's not so much uh, thought process in um, of a set as a whole. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love when he plays yabba dabs. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, it's it's cool because I remember Cookie Monster and Flux it was Whoa. actually this, this the second show I ever went to. Mm. New this Year's is, of 2013. Solid New Year's. This is this is up in Idaho or where were you at? No, nah, this was in Salt Lake. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but then the first show I ever went to was October of 2012, and that was Excision, Datsic, and Terra Vida. And also, um, Diesel Boy. Damn, so it, it was R.I.P. Datsik too. Crazy, he died, right? R.I.P. <laughs> I, I think I actually, I, I think I actually saw a video of him trying to come back again. Because do you remember like two years ago where he tried to come back and everyone was like, "Nah, nah." It had the I, reverse I, effect. <laughs> exactly, and I think I saw a video him post, and it said Datsik is back or something like that. And this was like a week ago. No, nope. it's like, not happening. Bro, at some point, you either got to do a fake alias and do some like spas type stuff. Yeah, but, um, you'd have to do that, or what? Any what I I feel like what anyone would do in this situation is just go make music for film because you know the film industry has people ten times worse than that all over the fucking place. <laughs> and also, there's big bucks in that shit. Yeah, I feel so like- it's like just do that, like. Why are you just digging a deeper hole for yourself than seemingly like, how do you make this worse? You know, like how did you take what is already the worst thing to happen to anybody and make it fucking worse, dude? He's like, I got, I got an idea. He just, he just has to double down on it. Like he has has to. to, (laughs) And that's the ego talking, man. Yeah. I will say that his, uh, his, what was it? Ninja. Ninja Assassin or Ninja, whatever his tour was. Mm-hmm. That was the the, uh, la- the last one he did, Ninja Nation mm-hmm. tour. Yep, Ninja Nation. I was, that's I was, was. there. I was at the Berkeley show. But uh, <laughs> I will say that that show was awesome. And yeah, it, it was a good show. It was a good show. I wasn't a big fan of the the weird costumes and lightsaber fights and shit, but the music was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. I did like his, the his stage, but visuals yes, he lacked so hard, man. Yeah, it was like cut. I, I fucked, dude. I I liked the music. I really did, but I could not fucking stop thinking about this dude's ridiculous fucking costume. I was like, why the fuck are you wearing that, dude? Like it, it, the big ass hat. <laughs> The, the mask which is now normal but he's, yeah right he's got like a whole key on like a black key and then he's got like a like a toy lightsaber and and 
ah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is happening right now, man? Yeah. The the biggest <laughs> yeah. thing was the visuals because at the same time, um, Excision was going around with the hardest visuals in the game. Mm-hmm. So to think that at the time, two of the biggest dubstep known artists, Excision's killing it all around in the aspects. And then Dad's sick, like, really, bro? Like, that tiger doesn't even look like a fucking tiger, bro. I'm like, I'm like, that tiger looks like Mason made it in fucking in his video game animation class. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I I had to do that callback. It, it came into my mind. I was like, I have to drop this. I, I you know what? I had I had another designer friend ask me recently. They're like, Would you do work for Dadstick now if he hits you up? And I was like, Well, yeah, I would. Like, money's money, dude. A bag's a bag, and no one's gonna look at that cover and be like, Wow, Mason supports Dadstick. They're gonna look at it and go, Oh, Mason got a bag from Dadstick. Good for him. You know? Yeah, it'd be a difference. Be- It'd be a different story if you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll do this one for you. Yeah, if I was like like, promoting it, that would be different. But it's like it's about this, you know, like one hundred percent business. Yeah, and 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 don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that I am that I love working with, and I and and fuck, there there are a couple people I've worked with now that I used to dream of working with. You know, Smoke Perp was one of those for a really long time, and. One day it just worked out and, and I got to do a fucking cover for Smoke Perp and I've been, I've just rode that wave for weeks, man. It's just, it's the best thing, you know? And I, oh man, I did just lock in a really, really good one, but I fucking can't say what it is because I'll, I, it won't come out if I do. <laughs> if you, if you want, you could say, it. I'll bleep it out. You want to get to bleep it out? I'll bleep it out. Cause then Are I want to actually. Know I swear, bro. I'm not. Gonna, I'll, I swear. I'll tell you, but I need to know you're gonna bleep it out because I signed an NDA and I'll get busted. That's 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 on that's on Pinky, bro. That's on Baby. We're Pinky swearing. All right, all right. That's a, that's on my coworker's unborn son. <laughs> wow, I I because it's so specific that makes me believe you even more. You know, like I, I'll I'll trustworthy. bleep it, bro. All right, ready? I'm, I'm gonna say. It. I just did one for. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Dog, this shit's crazy. You're out yeah, here making man. money moves. Yeah, well, fucking shit, dude. I'm more I'm more concerned about the eyeballs on that, to be honest with you. Cause it's like it's like when when you get when when you when you start getting into gigs like with, with this high profile with, with people yeah. who have millions of followers on their accounts and stuff, it's like you yeah, you you make good money off off the cover because they have the resources to pay you. Uh, a fair of amount course. and everything, yeah. you know, obviously. But the truth is, you're going to get paid way more and way longer by getting a tag and a post when when you're talking about someone that, with that, that kind of numbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to be making way more off the exposure in that. And that's yeah. kind of the problem is that some of these motherfuckers with 300 followers think that they can just like do that too. Like they have that kind of reach. It's like, mm-hmm. well, would you do it for the exposure? It's like, no, I can't afford to do it for you for the exposure. Cause I'm not going to get any return on that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's like the less followers someone has, um, the more they'll try and bullshit you. But then you deal with, with someone deeper in, in the industry or, or with a higher profile, they like with them putting in so much work on, say, their uh, artistry side, whether it be music, whatever, mm-hmm. they know that you're doing just as much work on your side too. So they don't have mm-hmm. a problem paying 
your rate or what you're asking for. Right. But then, you, like you said, you have someone coming with 300 followers like, bro, like, I'll have all my homies share it. Like, we'll get your name out there. Like, could you do a <laughs> discount? It's like, no. Oh, my bro. God, man. It's all phrases like that, like, dead ass, like, trigger me, dude. I, like, I, I, get, the, I get messages like that every single day. Every single day, multiple people bring me some kind of speech like that. And I just, like, I tune it out now, dude. I just can't. <laughs> or can, can can you lock in what's one of the craziest uh craziest uh deals someone tried making you all right all right so so uh so here is uh this is a story i like to tell people i like to tell clients when they ask for like edits or changes because they feel bad for making me do more work and i tell them this story about an actual bad client to make them feel better about asking me for edits because i don't mind making edits i'll make it if it makes you happy i want my clients happy point blank yeah you know i mean true because that that's going to make them come back it's yeah exactly i don't i, I to, to be honest the rest is kind of secondary i don't even care i i'd rather they be happy with it and i'd be late you know if i gotta be late and, and it still come out good for them that's worth it to me you know it's the absolute top priority so here we go ready i'm uh, this, story time <laughs> so, so one day this dude hits me up on facebook and his name was peter right and i remember that because his ass was showing up in my notifications all the time so he hits me up for a logo right and he pays it out everything's cool so far right i hit him with a concept sketch he goes cool nice sketch let's roll that out i'm like sweet i roll it out he goes oh sorry this is a week later before it's done and he's hit me up multiple times a day on updates for this for this whole week and it's super annoying about it anyway fast forward it's done right turn it in he has some very reasonable edits. I make them, I, I turn it back in. He has more edits. I go, okay, same shit. Three or four times, hey, no big deal, man. No big deal, three or four times. Counted, bro, I counted. I did 15 <laughs> versions for this man, right? I was just, I was so done with it at this point, right? Finally, finally, he's he is satisfied and he's like, and he's like, good to go. We haven't talked for a week now. Hits me up and he goes, man, I fucking hate this logo. I want all my money back and all this. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> I was like, one, you, one, okay, hold on, hold on. One, you got, you had a concept sketch, first of all, buddy. You could have said right then and there, you didn't like the idea. You know, yeah. you didn't even have to have me do the whole fucking thing in the first place. Not to mention, you got me doing 15 <laughs> edits. <laughs> like, yeah, because he, he curated it step by step. Yes, dude. It's like, if you didn't like it, why didn't you just say that? Like, I, like if you don't like it, I would have just tried again. Like, it's no big deal, you know? Like, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't come out how you want it. And that's part of the process. And it's my job to, to be able to recover from something like that, you know? And, yeah. and I take pride in that. I do that very well. You know, anyone that's worked with me will tell you I'm very generous with revisions and, and edits and, um, you know, doing three or four sketches so they can see different types and stuff. I've always been like that. So yeah. there's no fucking reason to to blow up on me like that because I, it's just not like that, man. And, and it's 
I, I just like, I couldn't believe it. And he starts telling me all this shit. He's like, it looks like a kid drew it and like all this oh, shit, man. like talking mad shit to me. I'm like, what the hell, man? I thought like, I'm <laughs> I don't know. It could be so easy. It could be so easy, but no, yeah. people like that got to make it hard. So yeah, I, I like to tell that one to make people feel better when they ask for edits because a, a no amount of edits going to be worse than Peter. <laughs> yeah, because that disrespectful part of coming back and be like, I want my money back. It's like, yeah. dude, I, I want, if this is how it is, I want my time back. Yes, exactly. I was like, I, and I was like, in terms of like what he paid and how much time I ended up putting into it, given all the edits and stuff, promise the work was worth more. Like, I promise at that point, yeah. you know. Yeah, especially yeah. 15 edits because I can picture shit like being, you know, like going back and editing for at least another half hour, do an hour, and, do an and, hour and, and a half I'm, on edits. Yeah, and I'm not talking about edits like, hey, move this a little to the left or can I see that in green? I'm talking like, hey, can you redo this entire letter here? And then can you actually like, you know what I mean? Like edits that actually require a couple hours of uh, yeah digging into it. You feel me? So yeah. it's like... and. I'm like I said, I'm real. I, I got a real tolerance for that kind of stuff because I just want the client to be happy. So it's not, I don't really yeah. take that personally, but the second you start like attacking me over it, it's like, what did you, what did you want from, from this thing? You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you dragged on this process for essentially no reason. <laughs> just to come back. Well, Peter, if you're out there listening, bro, you can get bad. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> what uh, uh, earlier I did not you refund him? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have, man. No, I, I blocked his ass. But a hundred percent facts would. <laughs> I, but, I, uh, I got I got stories like that of the wazoo. Bro, drop another one on us. Let me drop another one. All right, drop all right. another one. One more so, for the fans. Man, uh, this one I got photographic evidence. Because I saved, I saved it because of this story, so I could show people. But uh-huh. this dude also talked a lot of shit to me after the fact. But he ordered, he 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 comes to me. He orders. Uh, he wants a text. He wants a very specific kind of text, right? He sends this like pixelated like text, and he's like, "I just want it to look exactly like this, like shape wise, but I want it like melty, like liquidy." You know? I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's like easy. like that like that getter melty shit." exactly just like that so i'm like done dude i could do that in my sleep and he also wants uh a skull like a bull skull okay but melty like that in the same way to match and i'm like cool no problem i do shit like that all the time i do the sketch i send the sketch everything's cool (laughs) i do the work i turn it in immediately it's instant anger this dude is like so pissed off at me he like hates it let me dude can i drop a picture here in this little chat here i'm gonna drop you i'm gonna drop you the logo that this this man he was like i should have just gone to my girlfriend and had her do it she she barely fucking draws and she could do better than this and this and that and whatever i was like what the the hell man i was like what like like it's so unnecessary man yeah and 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 it's like it's the same thing to where i'm like you saw the fucking concept sketch you know you were more that's 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 the point of it you know like yeah here, like, here's the school like, right here 
especially it being a concept and then um and then having them cuz you have to get the okay to keep going on exactly, it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got to get the green light otherwise I could be putting 8 9 hours into nothing. This is this is this school's fire though. Like, thank you, dude. I I was like, it's exactly what you asked for. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> so, what 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 happened to it? What happened after that? He didn't want it. I don't know. And he wanted his money back, but I didn't give it to him because I did the work. So that's oh, too yeah. late, buddy. Like, hundred percent. You could have got your money back from the sketch, but you let me do it. So that's what happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, if you fucking if you get your fucking transmission fixed and you're like. You know, I don't like my transmission. Like they're not gonna refund you because you fucking they did the labor. You know, you can't take that back. Yeah, nah. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm gonna save that and use it on one of my cover arts. Now nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I actually resold it, so please don't do that. Okay, nah. I will. <laughs> Thank you. No, that that's cool though. So I mean, technically, hey, you cashing out twice on that guy, right? There. I did. I did. I sold it to a to a uh, to a lovely uh, motorcycle dealership. Actually, oddly enough. Yeah, <laughs> motorcycle dealership. So yeah, what, what's cool is like, like how you were saying, like I mean, a, a big cli- uh, of your clientele is you know music industry, but uh, you sold the logo to a motorcycle dealership. I do. I do have a couple of weird ones in there. I do got a close friend of mine that that runs a couple of dealerships out in Texas, and uh, he uses a bull a lot for his like branding. So I kind of had this, and I was just like, "Do you want it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker doesn't, and yeah. and so and so yeah, it like worked out perfectly. And I got I got clients in like uh, uh, I got like I got a couple of like podcast people I do covers for. I got like uh, I do like Twitch emotes, Twitch overlays. Uh, I, I do like uh, uh, I do like weed stuff, like jars, bags, uh, labels, you know, stuff like that. I I, I really like. Um, um, the, the gigs that are consistent, you know, people that are going to need constant stuff. And that's kind of like the appeal of EDM as a designer. Um, mm. As much as I do love uh, the culture, the music, uh, my friends that I've made in this, you know, um, who some are musicians and some aren't, but it, uh, the scene as a whole, I have a lot of love for. Um, and, and, but, but these are, uh, people that always need shit, you know, every DJ needs uh, a logo, uh, but he also needs to release a single every month. So he needs covers, he needs uh, yeah. social media shit. And it's like, you look at like, I do a lot of hip hop stuff too. You look at any of these rappers, it's like, how, how much of their branding do they have? You know, they have merchandise maybe. And, and like, it's probably it. <laughs> mm, yeah it's it's like merchandise and concert tickets it's, it's about the only way you can really support them aside from the music i feel you what what are some of the the crazy clients you have or not crazy necessarily but more like out of the music industry i mean because i would have never expected you know uh uh, motocross dealership or that's what it was right <laughs> well both of those well both of those stories i just told were both were both uh djs but the the logo that he didn't want i did i ended up reselling to the dealership so yeah did, did you do you have any like other customers that you've done because because what what i like about what you're saying is like you said a lot of like your clientele is um music music related mm-hmm. but just being a graphic designer, like can open the doors to so many things. Yeah. 
absolutely. I, I, I actually did get, uh, um, I got this really cool gig that I'm, it's actually not done yet, but I'm really stoked on it. I've essentially been asked to make, uh, uh, an Uno deck, you know, like, a like, like, like the card game, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. each, each number symbol or whatever is supposed to have like a different drug on it. And it's supposed to be like drugs. Uno. <laughs> that's and, crazy. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, like that's, that's a, that's one I don't fucking get every day. Let's, uh, let's, fucking all right let's do it so naturally that's the one i'm thinking about all the time you know (laughs) of course that that's weird that that like you like i was saying like that's one thing that i would never expect to pull Mm -hmm. up on your doorstep me neither yeah and 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 people that see that are probably gonna have no fucking idea like who i am or or (laughs) yeah because because when something in music happens I'll, i'll i'll get I'll get tagged in a comment or something. Somebody somewhere recognizes it. It's like, Hey Mason, that ain't going to yeah, happen yeah. with no fucking dealership or Uno. Like that, uh-huh. that ain't going to happen. That, it's gone. Do, your, <laughs> do your rates change a little bit when, when you're, when you're dealing with something like that? Um, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I, um, I, yeah. Cause at that point you're, 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 you're selling a hundred percent rights of that art i mean mm-hmm. you 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 are in a sense but uh when it comes to like the music industry but at the same time they're you know more than likely to to hit you with a with a tag and a share and all that mm-hmm. shit yeah and 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 that kind of stuff uh brings in the new people you know yeah i mean somebody with 11 11k followers or, or whatever posts up a song you know and how, how many of those followers are probably going to see the post let's 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 be pessimistic and say only a thousand of that 11k are going to see it how many of those people are going to be interested enough to click on my profile you know let's be even mm-hmm. more pessimistic and say only a hundred people let's say only 10 of those 100 hit me up for work i just want 10 gigs off one post it's nothing you know what i mean it's Great. it's like you really don't even need much reach to keep it going yeah you know i mean yeah um, but but say those 10 people the same scenario happens right so you know it's just building building a base building a oh base, yeah and then i and then i end up with 50 yeah exactly so so then so then henceforth my uh my time becomes more valuable and therefore my rates rise yeah. um stuff like uh um you shut up stuff like Stuff like, uh, like, like my portraits and uh, my flags and stuff. Those, those rates are never, never, never touched. Those don't do anything because those aren't, those aren't going to, you know, those aren't really like professional work. Those are kind of more like uh, personal uh, type yeah. type of gigs, you know. And I try to, I try my absolute best to keep it uh, um, affordable while still being able to, like, you know, live off of man. Of course, and, and, no, and I got to kind of meet that balance, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's it's kind of a it's 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 kind of tough trying to make that distinction sometimes. Not everyone really understands that. Uh, most yeah. people, most people are will just see any amount of money and are just like no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but you do know that the people that see that and understand it will more than likely be those customers, you know, to be, come back and also yes. just be trustworthy in general. Exactly. So Absolutely. it's because, like I was mentioning earlier, those like those profiles and people who have a big 
more following understand the work and effort that you're putting in on your side. So they do not have a problem with with all of that uh with with putting forth that money. Yeah. Because of course yeah. and, and to me it kind of feels like uh, like, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not really a greedy person per se, you know, I'm not, you know, it's like, Oh, I will get out of bed for this amount of money. I'm not that type of designer, but I, I, I get hit up by a lot of people. And if I was just going to do work based on people's word, I wouldn't be able to help anybody. You yeah. Know, I'd have no fucking time on my hands at all. And, and I just can't do it. So it, it got to a point to where it's where it was just like that. I didn't have a fucking, I couldn't fucking breathe. And I had people that were actually paying that were getting fucked <laughs> because yeah. of people being irresponsible. So I, 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 to this day have to have the stern conversation with every new person. Like, I'm sorry, but you have to pay up front or I can't help you because yeah, I won't be able to help anybody if, if I don't do it like this, you know? And yeah, if this fair. upsets you, Take it up with the motherfuckers that were fucking me over. You know, it's their mm. fault for ruining it for everyone. Because I was more than happy to take people's word and get paid later. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah, sometimes it gets to a point because you'll get these greedy bastards out there. Yeah, take I do. I do love my job. I do love love what I do. It, it's it's a it's a blessing truly. Uh, I love the friends that I've made uh, in this. You know, shout out uh, Cody Diodato, Dak Daniels. Wednesday, you know, 40 ounce people. Like I, 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 I love, I love the, the people I've got to uh, interact with through this. And, and it kind of makes uh, waiting through the bullshit that I do deal with uh, uh, worth it. And yeah, to me, it's like the worst day as a designer is still the best job I've ever had, you know, to, yeah, to me, that's course. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, we're coming up to the end of this episode, and one segment that I've recently introduced is called Florida Man. So, <laughs> this is, is going to be releasing. Yes, exactly. This is going to be releasing March thirty first on Wednesday. So, looking up March thirty first, Florida Man. March thirty first, Florida Man. This says bullet lodged in the florida man's testicle after wife shot him <laughs> bro for somehow some way that bullet got stuck in this homie's nuts man what the fuck is going on with that state dude something in the something in that water over there yeah it's Some, it something, something in the mat <laughs> it's something in everything bro something it's gotta be the air uh, I, i'm in a group chat with some few florida florida friends and um i mean the way they act, this is this is no oh no hate on them, but the way they act and the way they talk, they like, know what they're doing. When, when I read these headlines, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Damn, hey, I I read that one recently of the dude from Tampa who fucking made a guitar out of his uncle's corpse. That was pretty Jesus crazy. Christ. You hear about that? No, dude, he no. salvaged his uncle's grave and made a guitar out of his bones. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> R.I.P. Bro, shred the gnar. I, I yeah, man, fucking, I, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, Something. I'd be stoked. Yeah, I'm, I kind of <laughs> want someone to do that with my bones. You, you, you put that on your will. <laughs> someone, That's someone turned my bones into into a fucking guitar. 
So I stay shredded even in the afterlife. Yeah, I think I think that was the point of it too. Some some it, bullshit like that, as as gruesome be. as it is. Like, you it's like he wanted me to uncle, do this, bro. Like, also, yeah. like your uncle wasn't buried as bones. Your uncle was still a body. So did you just like cut off all the skin and like remove the like? How did you? <laughs> what did you do? Like you had to do some serial killer shit, you know. And you first of all, you robbed a grave for this, you know. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, no, I God. hadn't heard that. Yeah. Well, but Mason, thanks for joining in. Hey, on thanks this for having me, man. I really fucking and, appreciate it. But one thing that I do also at the end of every episode is I, there's like one word or one phrase, little, um, let's see, how would I word it? Inspiration or, or words of affirmation. I don't know, whatever you want to call oh, it. That from you me? Wanna, from you to the criminals, uh, what what's something that you want these fools to remember or type of note that you think someone needs to hear today when they listen? Man, uh, just drop just, a phrase, drop a sentence, drop something. Listen, Mason E. Ladder says, don't stop smoking, don't stop eating, and don't stop fucking. Facts from <laughs> there you go. That's the hardest one that has been on this damn episode, bro. You heard it here first, criminals. Don't stop fucking. Thanks, Mason. I'll be linking all of your links in the description. And oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for pulling up, bro. I appreciate you. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. All right, peace out, brother. Peace.